Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Hajira and Hilal, and we are your hosts for the Inspire to Aspire podcast. We are starting up our second episode, alhamdulillah. And in our second episode, we are going to focus on the topic of the mercy of Allah, the mm-hmm. love of Allah, Inshallah. and kind of share our own takeaways about that. What we wanted to do is to break up each episode into three different segments. We will always start every every one of our episodes with a um, stepping in with a check-in. So step in with a check-in, right? Um, where we just kind of reflect about our week, how we're feeling, or maybe a certain thing that we're kind of grappling with, a new revelation, whatever it may be. Just a quick check-in. And then the second part of our episodes, we will have a piece that we'll each share, whether it's a story or our takeaway in regards to the topic at hand. And we will always end every episode with a tip. And so to start us off, Hilal, let's do our check-in. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, we're in the month of Ramadan. So I'm definitely feeling the blessings in the air. We're able to go to Taraweh and everything. So that's a major, major blessing that I didn't have last um, Ramadan. So I'm feeling good. Um, one thing that's been on my mind lately is having to do with the qadr of Allah. So we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, is the one who's planned our life for us and who is the best of planners. Mm-hmm. And at times of ease, that's very easy to accept and to say alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. But when you are going through a struggle, um, mm-hmm. and we're all going through our own struggles and our own fights, and you're trying so hard, but then things may not be adding up to what you would view it as good. Mm. Um, that's something I'm grappling with right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to learn how to be content with Allah's qadar, be happy with it, and also continue on trying and not to let certain things discourage me. Mm. And yeah, I think that's what's something that's been on my mind. But alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, there's a lot to be grateful for. Mm. How about you? Thank you for sharing that, Hilal. Um, For me personally, I think one thing that I've been thinking about is choosing me. (laughs) So being my own friend, uh, choosing to be like to be in my own company. I think for so long I was chasing others to fill this void within me. Mm. And it's crazy because I feel like um, I was chasing others, searching and looking for for myself and I really liked the person that I was when I was with others Mm -hmm. and I didn't get to really be myself at home and I didn't really get to see myself Mm -hmm. so those are the first instances that I got to see Hajira Mm -hmm. and I think that's why I kind of for so long chased other people and chased like I kept pouring into others and now I'm realizing oh my goodness if I stop chasing not many people chased me back and you know what like alhamdulillah like Allah is giving me the ability to like reflect and to be there for myself to love myself to be my own friend and I am loving it with this year in quarantine like spending time alone going on walks alone you know writing poetry and like creative writing and all these different things that I never thought I would be doing by myself 
I am really enjoying. So Alhamdulillah, I'm very grateful that Allah is giving me this ability to kind of be on my own and to really reflect. And you really get an opportunity to reflect when you're alone. And so I'm just choosing to be my own friend because we know that Allah has always been there for us. And we were the ones that just kept leaving the home and chasing others and chasing the dunya, you know, mm-hmm. as sisters, that is a challenge for us. Um, and now I'm choosing me. I'm choosing to just be still. Um, and get some clarity alhamdulillah that's so beautiful and i think that's something we're all really trying to grapple with right now especially with covid and you know being away from you know social gatherings and not being able to see friends as much and all these things like you really left alone and that's giving you a lot of time to reflect mm-hmm. and you're really seeing how much are you there for yourself mm. forget about others but are you really there for yourself are you really taking care of yourself mm-hmm. or are you putting that kind of on other people and where you mentioned like pouring into others we we forget to pour into ourselves mm. if your cup is empty why are you still trying to pour into other people right and that's something subhanallah i'm realizing a lot right now too yeah. and may allah subhanahu ta'ala aid us you know I mean, we're better for others and we're better to ourselves when mm-hmm. we start to take care of ourselves more yeah that's something i think we can all be working on ah thank you for doing that quick step in to check in <laughs> Okay, so now our second segment, we are going to share our own peace when thinking about the love and mercy of Allah. We each kind of have our own personal revelations Mm -hmm. to it, our own personal experiences. Um, When I think about some memories and some things that I've experienced, um, there are certain things that happen in all of our lives that are just unexplainable. And you have to attribute it to Mm -hmm. Allah. There's really no other one, no other being that is behind this Mm -hmm. occurring right so like for me one of the things that i think about i remember some time ago i was traveling with a friend of mine and um we were stranded in madrid spain uh, madrid (laughs) and We were stranded and we had like these discount on tickets to go on standby and so our seats were not guaranteed and so every morning we would get up go to the airport try to get in line get our ticket and wait seeing everybody board and then the ticket agent would tell us you know what there's no more seats available turn around find Mm -hmm. another flight you know and so we were stranded for a total of four days in Spain. Four days, okay? Mm-hmm. First night we arrived, we were crushed, but we were still very hopeful. Um, this was on our way back home, okay? This was the end of our trip. Um, we traveled throughout Europe and stuff. And subhanAllah, like the first day, okay, whatever. We, we spent, uh, we had a little bit of money, so we were able to go to a hotel that night and come back the next morning. Mm-hmm. Next morning, rejection, okay? Then that night, we had no more money. We were just done taking money from all of our family members. We we're all cashed out, you know? And so we spent the night in the airport. And subhanAllah, like spending that night in the airport was really tough. I was really sad. And then on the third morning, we wake up, we get rejected a third time. SubhanAllah. And imagine three times ticket agents telling you, no, turn around, no, turn around. And I started to panic and think, oh my goodness, am I stranded here? And we had no more money. And I was keeping track of my bank account to see if we even have money for a sandwich. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the night before we spent at the airport believe it or not you know and this was our third day in spain that we had nowhere to go 
And subhanAllah, like I remember we were just heartbroken, you know, and so discouraged. And we we're just imagine three whole days just traveling is really hard on the body, you know? Of course, yeah. And so to cut the story short, um, I after our third morning, after our third rejection, I looked at my bank account and I saw that money disappeared. <laughs> I am not what? lying to you. There was nothing in there before. I was checking to see if we had enough money for a sandwich at Burger King, okay? <laughs> because that was the only option there. And I swear to you, out of nowhere, I had $300. And I was like, what? I There was no origin. It didn't come from anyone, right? <laughs> and I said, oh my goodness, I got chills down my back. I told my friend and she got chills down her back. And I was like, no, I'm not going to ask questions. I am just going to use this, right? Mm -hmm. So we booked a hotel and we finally, no, we booked a hotel that night to stay. Because um, mm. we remember we were spending the night at the airport. We're just so uncomfortable, so sad. And it was already such a hard situation. And Mm -hmm. um, in those nights that we were spending at the airport, I was making a lot of dua, a lot of istighfar, a lot of toba, and I really do believe Allah did aid us in those moments, right? Mm -hmm. Giving us that money, and I was able to book a hotel that night. We got some food, went to grocery shopping, <laughs> and um, alhamdulillah, the next morning we changed our course and we ended up going to Amsterdam because our odds were a lot better to go to America from Amsterdam. But all of that to say, that subhanallah Allah's mercy I'm sure many of us have so many examples of things that are just unexplainable because by the time that we arrived home um, in America like my bank account went back into the negative and that money that I spent for the hotel and the food that day was exact negative amount subhanallah, subhanallah. so Allah made that $300 appear that day just for food and a place to sleep isn't that crazy? Girl, I know it's God. I know it. <laughs> um, so that's like one story. And then another one that I want to think about when thinking about the mercy of Allah is um, I remember many years ago. Um, so during that time, I was traveling a lot, right? And all of my travels, they weren't for any purpose. And to be honest, it was taking me away from Allah. It was impacting my Iman detrimentally for the worse. And so I had to do a lot of reflection. These were the years that I was in college and I was thinking to myself, you know what, if I keep going on this course, like at that time, basic things as a Muslim were becoming very difficult for me. Mm. And I knew that it correlated with the trips that I was planning and all the just shakala'anim stuff that I was doing. <laughs> May Allah forgive me. And so I made a sacrifice. I said, you know what, Ya Allah, this is really impacting my relationship with you. Mm. And I'm sorry, please forgive me. And I know as Muslims, it's best for us to travel with our mahram. For our own yes. safety, mm -hmm. the advice of our religion is to travel with a mahram. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't doing that. I was just, my mindset was a different, it was in a different place, most definitely. Mm -hmm. And so I chose to sacrifice that. I remember in January of 2018, I was like, you know what, I'm done, Ya Allah. I'm choosing you and I'm going to work on my relationship with you. And it was a challenge because the group of friends that I had, you know, they were still doing that. But luckily, alhamdulillah, Allah blessed me with such beautiful sisters that were so supportive and encouraging. Mm -hmm. And when I expressed where I'm at, they were all very supportive, alhamdulillah. Mm -hmm. They did not put me down. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes as Muslims, other Muslims give us the hardest time mm -hmm. to be Muslim. <laughs> yeah. But alhamdulillah, they were very kind sisters and they still are. Mm -hmm. And so beloved to me. 
And so me giving that up, you know, for the next couple of months, it was a challenge, but I was like, no, I'm choosing a lot and I'm done. Mm -hmm. And that was from a sincere place in my heart. And then one day in March, my mom comes up to me and she says, let's go to Hajj this summer. Wow. And subhanAllah, subhanallah I try not. Yeah. I sacrificed in January, in March. Well, my mom comes better. to me. And this is something I never made dua for. Oh and this is something that, oh my goodness, I don't want to get emotional, but my life has changed since going to Hajj mm -hmm. and going to Mecca and Medina and going to the Prophet's Masjid and to be able to complete a pillar of my deen. And that was something that Allah gave me mm -hmm. because you know Allah invites the person mm -hmm. to those holy lands, right? Mm -hmm. And this was something, imagine, I never made dua for it. Mm -hmm. It never crossed my mind. I didn't know anybody that went. Mm -hmm. I only knew my father who went. And, you know, he went alone. He didn't even go. My mom didn't even go, mm -hmm. right? And so it wasn't something that I thought was accessible to me. I didn't know anybody my age that went. And even in my group, I was the youngest person. And subhanAllah, subhanAllah, my life has changed ever since. And it just makes me think of that ayah, you know, when Allah says, The end of an ayah and the beginning of another in Surah Talaq. And what Allah says is, you know, if you have taqwa in Allah, Allah will make a path for you, He'll make a makhraj for you, make a way out for you. Of places you never would have expected. I would never have thought that years ago in 2018, when I was 22 years old, to have the chance to go to Hajj. What? So it was a true gift from Allah, and it, it's, it's an example of Allah's mercy. Yes, an immense mercy. But I'll stop right there with my two stories. What about you, Hilal? Um, what comes to mind when you think about the love and mercy of Allah? Firstly, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. SubhanAllah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your hajj. Ameen. You know, that's so beautiful. And especially when you just sacrifice and shortly you see the fruits and gems coming right after it. You know, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, only gift us more and guide us more. So when it comes to the love and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, I can remember the first point of when I really started to realize how much Allah had blessed me, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in my life. And that was through the trip that I mentioned from the previous episode. <clears throat> if you guys um, listened to it, um, that was the first time, second time I went to Somalia, but the first time when I was like a grown age. And... Subhanallah, I want to direct you guys to a hadith from the Prophet Muhammad where he said, look at those who have less than you rather than those who have more than you because you will not belittle the many blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. So already in our religion, already from the teachings of our beloved Prophet wasallam, he teaches us to look at those less than us, to not look at those above us. So going on that trip, that was the first time I was able to see firsthand people who had so much less than me, like people who didn't have security, who didn't have home stability, who didn't have education, who didn't mm. have many clothes, 
you know mm -hmm. and subhanallah seeing that every single day instead of just simply sympathizing with them and saying mm. like before oh yeah there's poor people all these things i was able to empathize mm. because i saw them walking home wow. i saw them not going to school when i went to school wow. i saw them some of them not even having hijab to put on subhanallah and what that did to me like it gets me emotional to this day because mm. who am i I'm not more deserving. If anything, their character and their mm. hearts were so pure and so loving. Mm. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still showered me, mm. even when I was so ungrateful. Subhanallah. And that was the first time I was able to really see how much Allah blessed me. And mm -hmm. going back home and learning how to pray and trying to take my religion more seriously. And then seeing how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me that sweetness of Iman, mm. gave me that guidance, allowed me to see what was right and what was wrong more clearly than others. Mm -hmm. Like, I only fell more in love with Allah. Mm. And I found a safety net, safety net and comfort with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because I recognize, although I am going through my own struggles and my trials, and those around me are going through huge struggles and trials, mm -hmm. we still have so much to be blessed for. And what does Allah say in the Quran? Mm. If you were to count the favors of Allah, you would not be able to count them. Mm -hmm. And that was for the first time I was able to really, really see the mercy of Allah mm. and the love of Allah not just towards people in general but towards me mm -hmm. and me wallahi like I struggle daily yeah you know I make mistakes daily I'm human mm -hmm. yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even in my lowest of lows I can still see huge blessings huge blessings that I still have consistently yeah you know may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive me and allow me and all of us to become more grateful mm -hmm. and that's one thing that really stood out to me when you guys when we're able to empathize with people instead of just sympathizing and empathizing, you're putting yourself in their shoes. Mm -hmm. You're going to instantly see the many, many favors and blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. Mm -hmm. So now, inshallah, we can go more into the tips mm -hmm. that we have for you all and for ourselves and things that have helped us when it comes to the love and mercy of Allah, how we can attain that, how we can start seeing that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah. So, Hajira, how about you go first? Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, when I think about that ayah that you just share, shared, mm -hmm. Allah is saying, Allah is saying, if you were to like count your blessings, the favors in your life, you cannot put a number on it. This is Allah saying that. So even if you're feeling low, even if you're feeling like you're at the bottom, Allah said that you have a lot of blessings in your life that you cannot even put a number to. Mm, and th these are Allah's words. Mm -hmm. And it's fact. Yes. Right? There's no question about it. And what matters is we hear this often from non-Muslims, right? Um, having gratitude journals. You know, saying gratitude is the best attitude. Well, our deen has always had that. What did Allah say in the Quran? لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ You know, if you are, be, become grateful, right? And Allah will increase in you. And fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Allah will increase you in whatever. Whatever He may um, bless you with. Mm -hmm. And being grateful is so integral in being able to tap into acknowledging Allah's mercy in your life. That is the first step. Mm -hmm. Acknowledgement. Awareness. Right? Mm -hmm. So take a moment and try. Try to count the blessings in your life. Try to notice all of the things that Allah has already given you. Because you know one thing that I've noticed is that the things that I appreciate the most in my life are the things that I never made du'a for. 
Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. The things that I make dua for, oh my goodness. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, thank you Allah, thank you Allah. But it's like pleading. Yeah. I get it and I'm like, okay, next. What's next? Yeah. You know, but the things that Allah has already given me and I'm now realizing, whoa. Mm. Allah, you gave me this and the first and most important blessing that Allah gave us was Islam. That is our salvation, not only in this life, but in the next. Yes. And so, gratitude is the best attitude because it is something that, subhanAllah, even the Prophet, وسلم, you know, every night he would wake up, pray qiyam layl, right? Until his feet was swol would become swollen. Can you imagine that? And Aisha, عنها, I believe it was her. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was. She asked, you know, this is the gist of what I remember. Please forgive me. For for iterating it in a wrong way. From the gist, I remember her asking that, you know, why are you getting up every night to pray for so long when all of your past sins are forgiven, your future sins are forgiven, and you know, you're guaranteed Jannah. Mm -hmm. So why? And what the Prophet said وسلم, is, am I not a grateful servant? And this is from what I remember. Please forgive me if I reiterate it in a wrong way. But the lesson from that is, even our Prophet وسلم, remember, he was abused verbally, physically, mm. people threw stuff at him, bounty was out to kill him, sihir was done to him. This is the most beloved person, right? Most beloved person, most best human in the world, وسلم, right? And he experienced all these different things and he was still grateful to Allah. That is something for us to make sure we pay attention to and take lessons from. Mm -hmm. Because we cannot, I think often we think that um, I'm going through this hardship, then Allah must not love me. Mm -hmm. Don't think that way, my beloved sisters. You know, mm -hmm. Don't think that way because look at the best examples to ever have lived. Yeah. They went through extreme tests and Allah loved them the most. Mm -hmm. And what did Allah say in the Quran? He's going to test us. Mm -hmm. That is the point of this life and this isn't our final abode. Yeah. So, I'm going to end off by saying gratitude is the best attitude. Mm -hmm. Try taking note and try taking, you know, try becoming um, aware and acknowledging the blessings in your life and your love for Allah. The mercy of Allah will begin to grow. Mm -hmm. I promise. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much. And this is a beautiful month to be practicing that in the blessed month of Ramadan. Mm -hmm. You know, we're seeing the mercy of Allah a lot more in this month. So I think that's one of my goals actually for this Ramadan is to be more grateful mm -hmm. in whatever way that may seem. So inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us among th those grateful servants. Mm -hmm. So my tip revolving around the love and mercy of Allah, something that really helped me is learning seeking knowledge mm. you know learning about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through specifically his names and his attributes mm. so we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has nine, nine names he has more names than that as well mm -hmm. and these are characteristics of Allah you know when you look at someone in your life and you learn more about them and if they start to fit what you want you start to love them more mm. because you're starting to see them more for who they are mm. now look at your creator Allah. Allah is not just Allah. Allah is Ar-Rahman. Mm -hmm. And when Allah talks about His mercy and His love, the amount of names that He has specifically for that mm. is so much. Allah is not just Ar-Rahman, the one who is merciful to all His creation. He is Ar-Rahim. Mm. Allah is Al-Wadud, the all-loving. Mm. You know? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's not just the forgiver. He's the one who constantly forgives. Mm. He's the one who pardons. Mm. You know? 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he talks about his mercy, he talks about it in a way where his mercy is more than his punishment. Mm. If you are a believer and you have Iman and you have Islam, you know how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you and how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching over you. Mm-hmm. And Allah promises you what? Jannah. Eternity of paradise. Eternity, we don't even know that. <laughs> we can't even think about that because yeah. we're living in time. Yeah. So what I advise you all and myself first and foremost mm-hmm. is learning about Allah. Learn his name specifically. There are so many sites and there are so many different websites that have the names of Allah and they go into description of it. They're only one click away. Mm. You know, the Salaf in our past, they had to travel night and day through the heat, through not having food. We don't have to do that. It's one click away. Mm. It's, it's so easy for us and Allah has blessed us so much. So let's take it upon ourselves to really... Um, Learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his names and by showing gratitude. Mm-hmm. So, Jazakallah khairan for tuning in for our episode today. Anything we've said that is wrong is from ourselves and shaitan and we ask Allah to forgive us and guide us. Mm-hmm. And all that we've shared of benefit is truly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm-hmm. We hope you're feeling inspired by the different stories and lessons we shared today. And as a result, aspire to always learn about Allah throughout your journey and to be grateful, especially through his immense mercy and love that he has for you. We hope you can join us next time here on the Inspire to Inspire podcast. Ma'asalama.